I really like your cream smeg coffee maker. It's green. It's uh, it's cream green. Nope, it's mint green. Mint cream. Mint green. Uh, cool. Mint isn't green. cream a bit? Isn't there a little green in cream? There's a little cream in mint green. Okay. Damn it! No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> I'm a sucker for the facts. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it looks good. Whatever color it is, it's. You love it. It complements the kitchen very well. I. Uh, uh, well, now you've got an eye for it because you've been moving. Oh, God damn it. I want it to stop. Here's a tip. Don't move yourself by yourself. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. I thought, oh, I'll just do this all on my own. I'll just grab Andy's Patriot and make 87 trips. And uh, Now she's only got two years to live. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's almost done. I thought I was I thought I was done, and then I came over to the old place to clean. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I have all this shit. It's how it always is. Like, There's always that little bit left. You're like, I just have that one drawer I never look in. Yeah. <laughs> Or that, Why? Because of fear. Or when I went to get my contacts, I was like, oh, I didn't open the, me- I didn't empty the medicine cabinet. There's all this shit in there. And then I opened. Fuck it. It's theirs. <laughs> and then you I- like estrogen. <laughs> I pulled my sneakers out and I forgot when I didn't have anywhere to put all my DVDs and oh, HD no. DVDs that I'd. <laughs> Put them behind the sneakers like, ha-ha, problem solved. Idiot. You duped future you. I, I did. I was like, fuck you past me. <laughs> fuck you past me. You're the you're a dick. Oh, man. And uh, so now I was talking to mom and dad about it. Like, the intelligent part of me wants to just throw them all away. But also part of me is like, what if there's like some sort of you know, we've had so many unprecedented times lately. Like, what if something goes down with the internet? And, like, the last three days, I didn't have internet at the house. Because mm-hmm. I've been moving. Mm-hmm. And because Spectrum doesn't know how to install things. Yeah, they're not good. They're like, oh, no, you just plug in, you call us, it's in. And then I did that, and I called them, and they're like, oh, no, we got to send somebody out there. I don't <laughs> I'm like, fucking shit. Uh, so... Part of me is like, just get rid of them. And another part of me is like, hold on to them in case there's... No internet for like a week, and now you're the Seinfeld Lord. Like you, <laughs> like you now, Lord Feld. You now own the Seinfeld, and some of the Simpsons, and most of the Office. Well, I mean, they're yeah, yeah. You just mean copies. Yeah, but like if everyone else threw out their DVDs, so like if there was no internet, I would kind of have the masters at least in my region. Oh, I completely still have all my DVDs and Blu-rays. I don't know, but I, I, so I, you, I think I should keep them. I'm going to keep them. Well, I, you have all that storage. I should sort through the, and probably clear out all the HD DVDs. Oh, man. Because I don't think I'm going to use those. Yeah, and you literally couldn't even give them away. I no. don't understand why you are still holding on to those relics. sometimes I want to watch, v, you know, who knows? I might want to watch V for Vendetta in a resolution that can only be found on one thing. Oh, you the do. Past. You do. T- <laughs> Sometimes I like to watch like I'm looking in one of those picture boxes 
where it looks like you're in New York, but you're not from like the 30s. Remember that? The magic. What are those? Um, oh, the magic eyes. They're not magic eye. It was the magic wheel. No, it was called the magic eye. No, magic eye was the, the poster. You, the poster you looked through. What were those called? The magic wheel. Oh, fuck. Those things. Those were like the inner. It was a viewfinder. Viewfind. Viewmaster. View. I think it was a viewfinder. Viewmaster. You're right. It was a viewmaster. Oh, we had this one. <laughs> Do we We have it somewhere? I think. I'm no, sure we, we did. No, away. mom threw that away the day I turned three. <laughs> she was like, it's time to grow up. Toys are for children. The internet is here. You will no longer need this. And look, it's 43 bucks. Yeah. Mom threw it away and she could be sitting on a cool 40 bucks right now. They were great. I mean, for the yeah, it was time. Pretty cool. It was pretty like, cool. Oh, look, I'm in the Grand Canyon. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, now I am. Oh, oh it's stuck. Oh, it's stuck. Oh, well, that's the end of that. Yeah, there was one. I think we had one of Disney World. And mom would be like, I'd be like, let's go to Disney World. She was like, here's this. Yeah. <laughs> or also, here's pictures of you were there last when you were three. You remember that, don't you? When you had to grow up. It's <laughs> so when you became a woman. It was when you, you were three years old. I remember, it, I remember it vividly. Mom was like, time to go to work. Yep. And you I went, grew two chin ears that day. You go, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, welcome back. Bienvenidos. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We are siblings. Yep. Uh, and this is our podcast. Yeah. We come to you every week and we talk about things that interest us mm-hmm. and uh, and also that bother us. Yeah. And you could also probably, no, they probably can't hear the cacophony of birds. Uh, no, probably not. Although it is nice. It's you know what s- happened to me last week? I have this big palm tree. That blooms like the top of it's right outside my bedroom. And um, I'm on the phone with my editor. I know, right? Otto was there. I'm on the phone with my editor. I'm sitting at my desk, which is in my bedroom next to this tree, right outside the window. Lands this giant fucking raven. Oh, you told us about that. Yeah. I didn't it get the full deets, though. was so horrifying. <laughs> Those things make horrible noises. Yeah. It was just looking me dead in the eye going. Yeah. Oh, it was so scary. Why do you think Edgar Allan Poe went crazy? Probably because he was doing lots of drugs. Prob- oh, did it? Was he a big drug guy? Why? Who wasn't back then? No one. There were no laws. Uh, there were. <laughs> Sniff it, snort it, inject it, fucking shove it up your butt. Everyone's having a good time. Oh, the 30s. <laughs> um, but it was so It was auto size. Swear to God. Wow. I took a picture of it, but because those palm fronds are so fucking big, yeah. it just looks like a normal crow. Also, ravens are part vampires, so they can't be pic- you can't take pictures of them. Everyone knows that. Oh, damn. It was legit auto size. It was... So, like, if Otto was outside, it could have taken Otto away. 100%. Quoth the Andy, nevermore. <laughs> it's not a question of mo- if it's migratory or not. It's a simple question of flight to weight ratio. The only thing people are going to listen to is your accent. I know. How good you are at accents. It's super great. It's your, it's getting better, to be honest. Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's just a lateral move. It didn't switch into Indian at any point. Not yet. (laughs) That's why I just do the one line. But wait till they need to get more hops. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. So, um, the Raven. Yeah, that thing. It was. There's a lot of them in L.A. now. It's so crazy. They're huge. Probably because of the homeless. They're just waiting for them to die. Or no, that's a that's a uh, vulture. Vulture. Mm-hmm. Is that the same fam? Is that a cousin? I, they're all fucking dinosaurs to me. I have no idea. Are you are you afraid of birds too, or is it just fish? Birds, I'm not. I'm not super into. But like, I can. Yeah. I have held a bird. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. lived with a bird. It shit everywhere. When did you live with a bird? It was a summer of 06. <laughs> when I just took the mic out of the stand, started pacing my apartment. No, uh, I lived with Candace, this girl in college, and I was studying abroad in England, and I got a phone call from another friend in college. It was like, you'll never guess this. Candace gets a, got a bird. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I have to come home to Skittles the parrot, who was a real piece of shit. Most of them are. Oh, that bird sucked. I This is every person I've ever known that's had a parrot. The parrot's been awful. And then they're like, no, it's got to get to know you. And you're like, well, I'm, I'm here all the time. Mm-hmm. How, what do we have to do? Do we have to go to Vegas together? Like what <laughs> sort of bonding experience do I have to have with this fucking parrot? You need to ask for its permission. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we would just all get high in college, and everyone just like be passing around this bird, and I'm like, I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> and before she moved in with me, she had a fucking snake. Man. And then a friend of ours was taking care of it while she was away for the summer, and yeah. he lost it. And I was like, fuck yeah! And I bought that guy drinks one night. <laughs> How do you lose? Did he lose the snake, or did it just disappear? Oh, that you never lose it. Yeah, it always just gets out. I had a very famous cameo that that I put on Instagram where I'm like, no, they always escape. They never, never not known a, escape. Never known a snake to not escape. Yeah. And if you know a guy that has a bunch of poisonous snakes, that guy is going to die by getting bitten by a poisonous snake. Thank God. Uh, he had it coming. I remember in high school, I had a buddy who I was pretty good friends with who was always trying to order like rattlesnakes and shit off well, that's a waste Through the of money. mail. Can't like you the just internet get rattlesnakes wasn't... in Kansas? You can, but like... Like in the prairie? Yeah, but they're not... I, I don't know. Maybe you just wanted a male rattlesnake, like an M-A-I-L rattlesnake. I don't know. Maybe there was, maybe it was a special edition. Uh, I don't know, but... These ones have Kobe on the side. <laughs> All I know is that the moment someone's like, I'm thinking about getting a snake, I'm thinking about stopping and becoming their friends. Like... It could be like Brian Phillips, my guy I've known since 12, oldest friend in the world. If he was like, I'm getting a snake, I'd be like, see ya. I don't know what happened to you. Ugh. Where the fuck is this coming from? Don't you remember our cousins growing up had a python? It was a boa. Yeah. God, oh my God. I have so many chills just even thinking about it. I talked about it in said cameo where I was like, it disappeared. They didn't know. For so long. They didn't know where it was for five years. And then then they found it. And then they found it when they were moving out and it was alive and well. Which means it had survived. Now, granted, I am I am I bet, disturbed right now. I bet that house was had no mice whatsoever. Well, it was living. It had to live off crickets and mice. Yeah, uh, I remember Uncle Jeff Porter lived at the at Benjamin Ranch before it, it was turned into a Walmart. And Wait, Uncle Jeff lived at Benjamin Ranch. Not Benjamin Ranch. What was that called? There was a ranch out at 70th and I-35, if I remember correctly, that's where it was, uh, wherever there's a Walmart now, it might have been the one further down I-35. But like for years, you just drive down and there's this open field, 
Might have been 169. I don't remember. But you just see this one house on this giant field. I remember that. And it, I, I always thought there was like a weird fever dream I had that was like no, Jeff, from my childhood that was influenced by Tim Burton. No, somehow. Jeff lived there. Duck lived there. And it, they had, it was like a band house. It, it probably was also a marijuana distress distribution warehouse amongst uh, other things yeah and but they had a they had a boa constrictor downstairs loose simply to get the mice oh god so they were like i remember seeing the house and the house had a drum set in it so it was already my most favorite house when i was a kid i was like because jeff was just like yeah go play drums and And he was so when he was giving me a tour of the house, he was like, "You want to see the basement? There's a snake down there." I'm like, "No, not at all." Not, as a matter of fact, that is no longer open. Let's not even talk about. The Do you basement. have any caulk we could put in the cracks of the door to uh, seal it shut? Caulk, Jeff. Caulk. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, you look like a girl sometimes. What did you think that was gonna do? <laughs> uh, that was the snake. <laughs> uh, that was. Uh, how was your weekend? I was good. I went to Temecula for two friends' birthdays. Temecula. Yeah, it was a good time. Home of, is that where? Uh, Wine. Mont, Mont, what's that casino out there? Morongo. Morongo. Is that in Temecula? Um, I think it might be close. We went to Pachanga. Ooh. Went to Pachanga on Sunday. Uh, how is fun. Pachanga? It was jamming. Yeah? Oh, Is yeah. it nice? Yeah, it was nice. They have great slot machines. Do they have table? And do they also have table games mm-hmm. and like a resort situation? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was it's a like, really good time. So it's like you want to go to Vegas, but you don't want to go to Vegas. Yeah, but it's like ugh, so far. I'll do it in half the time. Yeah, I get you. It was super fun. I've always wanted to. Th- you know, granted, I travel so much that my weekends that I have off, I usually just try to stay at home or go see a friend or whatever mm-hmm. but i've always thought about maybe doing like a it'd be fun to like take a weekend down there hell like yeah one of them has a lazy go. river and that one's the one to go to trent and jack went to one for like a week during the pandemic just to like do outside things oh really mm-hmm. good for them we did uh i uh didn't get to gamble the last time i was in vegas i hadn't been well i guess i've gambled recently that's not a good segue um <laughs> Where did you gamble recently? Just like in life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually when I drink celery juice, always a gamble. Heard about that. <laughs> no, we do. Uh, usually we gamble when we're in Tahoe for the fantasy draft. Oh, okay. So usually like once a year. I do a hundred bucks and then I'm done. Yeah. This time I did not do that because I got mad because <laughs> I took out a hundred bucks and I set it to slot machine. It's a penny slot, uh, but I hit a higher denomination. I didn't realize it. And then I was like, max bet. And it was a $50 bet. And Aubrey and I both just go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I hit nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we both just started crying laughing. Because I was like, I'm an idiot. What a stupid mistake. <laughs> but I want it back and then some. So that's good. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. It's always Gambling's always a good idea when you win. Oh, and I was super not winning for a while. Uh, And then I was like, fuck it. And Jordy and I were both down, and then we came back up. And then we got Sonic. Just like Drake. Huh? Just like Drake. I don't know if he really really came back up. He's kind of a goof. So uh, the first time I ever went to a casino was uh, one of the boats in Kansas City. Actually, still at a time where I think there actually were boats. Uh, They didn't go anywhere, but, you know, when they They were... They legally don't... 
Don't they legally have to be? Boats have to be in like two feet of water. I think a lot of that's been alleviated. Amended? Just because it's like, really? Like, who are you fooling? Well, also, so many people were like, I'm ending it. And then would just jump off the top and die because they would hit very shallow water. So the first time I went to the casino was one of the boats in Kansas City. And it was me and my buddy Brian Burgess. We were coming back late from a gig in buttfuck Iowa. Uh, that is a place. I think so. And it's like in the center. But we had gone there and done a show and come back. And it's like two in the one in the morning, two in the morning. Might have been three in the morning. It was late. Could be four. I just remember I'd never been anywhere that late that was open. You know what I'm saying? Like that's always such a time fuck. Especially I remember like the first time I was in the Paris casino and someone was like, It's five in the morning. I was like, No, it's not the sun's up, idiot. <laughs> so I uh we walk in and yeah, like three in the morning. Like what blew me away was how many old people I saw there at three in the morning. Like, cause to me at the time, old people went to bed at nine and they woke up at five. And they played golf real slow. And to see them out at like three in the morning and just like all these fucking derelicts. Like, you know, let me tell you something. If you go to a if you go to a casino so much that you have one of the little uh bouncy the players card? Not players oh, cards. A zip cord. A zip cord. If you have a zip cord. Like a, what do you call those? Let's, retractable cord cord. A retractable belt thing. For your fucking players card? Yeah, like you're a manager at Pisano's. Exactly. You have an issue. You might want to talk to somebody about one of my exes. Her mom had a serious gambling problem. It, it helped us out. We got a lot of free hotel rooms. But, <laughs> but there were a couple. I mean, that's the perk. There were a couple of months where it was like, how's your fam? And they're like, oh, well, mom's, you know, fucking my stepdad's mad at my mom because they don't know if they're going to make the mortgage this week because... She fucking gambled all her money away. Due to that mysterious, what do they? What does Homer say when Marge has a gambling problem? It's all because of Gambler. <laughs> but I just remember we walked in. We went our separate ways because I think he was playing craps, and I didn't know how to play it at the time. Obviously, I still don't know how to play it. It's so confusing. Oh no, I, I'm on pass line. Don't pass. I either I put on the pass line to not be a dick, and then I if you roll like. A 12 or an 8 or a 6, I'll bet the hard way. Obviously, with a 12, there's only one way to get it. But um, Jordy's crazy good at craps. Good for Jordo. Uh, I, I just, so I went and played blackjack. I was just so amazed by the scene and to be there and to, and to realize that, especially at that time, I'm literally just 21. And to be like, to be up at a, at three in the morning and to be in this place where it's like everyone's up, everyone's yeah, having a it's great like, time. It's like Oak Park Mall. Yeah, I'm like you're like this, it's vibrant. This happens all the time. <laughs> what else is there? And I won like fifty bucks, and I remember I think Brian won or Brian lost everything he made at the gig. And <laughs> I, I just remember driving home, and he's like, I'm happy. I'm like, I just had this great experience of like really enjoying like an after hours experience for the first time. And then I think I won 50 bucks on top of it playing blackjack. And then he's just like fucking great idea, Brian, let's go the fucking boats. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's all I heard from him until he dropped me off at the house. Well, there's always one in the group. What'd you all, what'd you do out in Temecula? Mountain Meg got this like crazy fucking awesome house for their birthdays. Um, 
Nice. It was gorgeous. It, it was like literally on Instagram. Literally on a vineyard. Oh. Overlooking many other vineyards. Nice. Especially a neighborhood called Chardonnay Hills, which is now what a coma boobs. <laughs> <laughs> we drove by it on the way to the house. I was like, my boobs name. <laughs> I'm glad you found names for all your parts. And more to come. When the doctor sees you, he's going to have to learn a whole new vernacular. All right. Well, we checked your talent receiver, and that's fine. But your Chardonnay Hills have a few mounds we're a little concerned with. And your south mouth is chapped. (laughs) What are you doing to that thing? (laughs) What am I not? (laughs) Dude, I use south mouth in a text to the... To uh, Mark and the boys, and fucking Sean was like, South Mouth, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I know why I used it. And this is a genuine question. You didn't play softball very much, did you? I played all the way till high school. Oh, okay. Do you know if a female catcher wears like some sort of cup apparatus? Oh, that's a great question. Because... I'm unsure. Let me text Erin Desuri. She was our catcher. In oh, high all school. right. Cool. Because I was watching. I'll, I'll watch most sports, and, uh-huh. and girls' softball is actually very – collegiate softball is very competitive and good. And so I was watching a game on the road, and uh, I saw a girl take a fucking foul ball to the south mouth like a champ. <laughs> like, if it was any dude – like, even if it was a dude with a cup, he would have been down for a hot second. Just like – because – even with a cup on, there's the pressure of the cup hitting your pelvic area uh-huh. that you have to, that still nothing like get taken one to the two bits. But uh, this girl took it like no big deal, threw the ball back. And I was just like, I mean, I know that area takes some damage, but there she had, I just, I wonder if, I, I just, I question if there was some sort of female cup sitch. Certainly, if she's playing softball and at a collegiate level, it's got to be calloused in some way. You think, I mean, those have got to be some bulbous labes. Yeah. Those, they're plump. Yeah. Just for, because it's not like she just started catching. Exactly. And also, if scissoring is real. Oh, yeah. So, is that like cauliflower ear? (laughs) (laughs) Broccoli labes? (laughs) Broccoli labes. Oh my god Yes I love it when we come up with a new term Oh Oh she got it good Uh, Good game Fucking (laughs) Broccoli lips Yeah that's gotta be a thing Um, Right So you had a a kick ass house You just hung out the house Sat by the pool Kick ass house Hung by the pool Saturday we did Um it was just like a chill fucking day. There was 11 of us there. Oh, that's awesome. I brought down some micro mushies. Cool. And that was a blast. Nice. Uh, Aubrey and I decided there was a mat and a gloss side to a blade of grass. Okay. That sounds like some microdosing situations. Yeah, it was super fun. Revelation. Well, it was because like everyone who's, all the people who are on antidepressants that can't do Molly anymore. Oh, yeah. Because you can't mix the sads. Harmony and me. But <laughs> yeah, apparently you get like come. seizures if you do both. Oh, wow. Which I have never done, but learned about that this weekend. No one did it. <laughs> yeah. But it was, there were two vibes. You season up. Uh, there were two vibes. There was a talent show on Saturday night. Chris Hurt 
did a yo-yo act in a windbreaker suit, uh, but it didn't have yo-yos. Oh, I love it already. To the entirety of Sandstorm by Dayrude. Oh, that's all uh, Will Ferrell in the office. Oh, very. But Chris did the whole thing. Knocked it out of the park. I'll tell you what. Especially the two times he almost fell over. Meg did a routine to the theme song of the nanny. Like a dance routine or a stand-up routine? A dance routine and crushed it. Okay. Matt did a scary story in his morph suit that was only muscles and tendons. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. That's... Yeah, we call him. It's his name is Skinny McMillions. Skinny. <laughs> and there was, he told this like eight minute long scary story by candlelight. It was so funny. Oh, that's awesome! It was great. It was a really good time. Well, that's great. I uh, I was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I spent well. I spent the first half of the week moving, uh, which is almost done. And, uh, so that was weird. And then, yeah, basically in the middle of moving, went to Raleigh and, uh, hung out, did, did some great shit, did four great shows and one shit one. We'll get to that. (laughs) So, uh, my friend, I I met a friend in uh, Nashville by the name of Nicolette Hayford and she is a songwriter and she wrote, she and two other, and Ashley McBride and another dude wrote this song called uh, One Night Standards. Wrote a song called One Night Stand. One Night Standards. Uh, it was up for uh, CMA Song of the Year. I don't think it got it. But uh, so she happened to be in Raleigh for family stuff. She's like, hey, I'm in Raleigh and my family bailed on me. What? Like her, she was like there to see her like 23 year old cousin and her cousin's like, I really want to go on this fishing trip. And she was like, well, I'm already fucking here. And so she was like, so like, if you would have won the award, we, we would have been there for you. I wouldn't want to fish so bad. Uh, so she shows up. We had a great time. Also, that song is fucking amazing. So uh, anyway, Nicolette came and hung out for most of the shows. Also, if you get a chance, listen to that song. One Night Standards by Ashley McBride, because uh, it's fucking a great tune. So, yeah, I hung out with her. It's like she came to all the shows uh, and the opener was a super funny girl uh, by the name of Lindsay, and we all kind of hung out. Uh, so Thursday night show was fucking awesome. And historically, Friday late show is a shit show. Like, Friday late show is the reason Steve Martin says he quit doing clubs. Just, really? Yeah. They're the drunkest. They're ready to party. They're they drunkest. worked all week. They're not ready to party. They have partied, yeah. and they're like in. An, they're on another level, like almost like New Year's Eve drunk, where they don't know what the fuck's going on, and everyone's being that guy. So, I don't. I've never been that. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's not you ever. And so, uh, or any of our relatives. So, we. So Thursday show was great. Friday early show from the moment I stepped on stage. The early show was, I was like, this isn't right. They're talkative. It's like, they're not paying attention. I'm like, okay, they must just not have liked Lindsay as much. But I was like, Lindsay killed it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But everyone's fucking talking just like at the table. So I start going. Some of the tables shut up, but there's one table that just won't shut up. And uh, I go, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not, I learned a long time ago not to be like, hey, shut the fuck up, bitches, or shit like that. It's it just, it's antagonizing, and it just starts you off on a wrong foot. A hundred percent, because now no one, 
You already now you lost the rest of the audience. Yeah, well, now to that end, if the audience is already upset with them, you can say shut the fuck up, bitches, and the audience will 100% be on your side. That's a gamble you have to take just to fire from the hip with that. <laughs> uh f- but first I go I go, excuse me, ladies. Yeah, I know you're having a good time or whatever. And maybe it's the first time you guys have seen each other in a couple of years or in a couple months. Uh, but you can't talk during the show. Not I go, I don't care if you're here or not or if you're paying attention. There's just people around you that are trying to watch. Yeah. Those are the people I give a fuck about. And, you know, with the this particular group of table, like it lasted about four minutes. And then and this is how it always how it always starts is you say something funny and it reminds them of something. And so they start talking about it. Yeah. Like that's how it always goes. So. I oh my God. Don't you remember that time uh, when then we were talking at the show? Yeah. Like, so, is it now? The wind is now now. So then, uh, uh, so I have to deal with them. There's a couple of other, and so like, then the audience is like, yeah, get them. And then other parts of the audience are talking. I'm like, well, you can't be, yeah, get them when you're fucking being a dick too. So then it was just like spinning 40 asshole plates. <laughs> and I'm fucking just, and like, it was to the point where I was so mad. I, at one point I told the audience, I go, I don't fucking like you. And then they, <laughs> and then they started booing me. And I was like, fine, boo me. And that's when I tweet. I didn't tweet it on stage, but I, as soon as I got off stage, I go, sometimes I wish I could boo an audience because fuck them. And uh, I was I was like, no, fuck you. I was Nine like, minutes. No, 100%. <laughs> and so, and then Friday Late Show was a gym. Really? So sometimes they just flip. And, but yeah, it was, but uh, Nicolette came to every show because what the fuck else was she going to do? And, uh, but she saw Thursday and killed it. And she was like, it's just so weird to like, see how different it is. Cause like with music, you know, worse comes worse. You just turn up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're, you're going to talk the fuck you are. And also maybe the audience isn't going to react until the next four minutes. Yeah. So, <laughs> and also to be fair on at a music venue, it's on the audience to regulate the audience. Like I've definitely been, I, when I went to go see Nika Costa the other year uh fucking <laughs> I, I was like you went again uh i, I remember been so mad if you didn't tell me these this lady was just talking and talking and i just finally went up and it was a pretty intimate venue and i just went up, i go ma'am can you can you just not talk so loud and mm-hmm. the woman thanked me mm-hmm. she goes thank you she was like you know what you're absolutely right i am talking too loud thank you so much and I, that's what should have happened uh but and, you know nika's not gonna She's got a full band. I've definitely seen Chris Robinson at the Brothers of a Feather show. Almost every time I have to be like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because uh, it's just me and Rich's guitar. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I had to deal with that. But all the rest of the shows were great. Raleigh's an amazing town. Uh, Zach Myers insisted I go to this pit barbecue place and was not impressed. <laughs> Not impressed at all. The sauce was good. The meat was cooked well. I don't know if like Car- everyone does it different. I don't know if Carolina just doesn't season their pork. If they just base it all on the sauce. If the sauce, if the pork is just a plate for the sauce, because that pork had no flavor whatsoever other oh, than that pork. Shouldn't you should be able to taste the pork? It it and it, it you tasted ish pork, but you it was it hadn't been seasoned in any way. It was just. You know, we're pork connoisseurs, especially pulled pork connoisseurs. Pork connoisseurs. And 
almost everyone that has had our father's pulled pork has said it's the best pulled pork they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And, <clears throat> but yeah, it was just kind of a bummer. Didn't really dig it. Uh, but that being said, I'm not, I'm not bashing all of North Carolina barbecue. I'm just saying the pits pulled pork. Maybe, maybe go for the beef. Maybe go for something else. Maybe it's named the pits for a different reason other than what it's cooked in. Maybe, maybe, maybe because it sucks, but, but it's no the pits. There was a, th- there were, we got there, there was a 20-minute wait, and then five minutes after that, there was an hour and a half wait, which was crazy. Who's, who was giving the estimates, I me? Because <laughs> it was so bad. I walked in. I go, how long is the wait? She goes, 20, 25 minutes. I go, great. I'll put my name in. And then I stood outside. I was waiting for Nicolette and the other girl to show up. And fucking... Uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear the girl go, yeah, it'll be uh, 60 to 90 minutes. And I was like, uh, did the other girl not know what the fuck she's talking about or what? And then uh, right about the time I was going to go ask, they texted me that my table was ready. I was like, I wonder what the fuck happened. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was my weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, good shows. Uh, and then I landed Sunday. I landed at 1030. I was in my car by 11. And I was moving shit by 11.30. And I moved until midnight. And I, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> like, I went to the gym today and Terry put up the workout. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to do this part. Yeah. I was like, the rest. Which, of, you got to listen to your body. Yeah, 100%. And my body was telling me, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, man. We've been I, lifting shit all day. Now we're going to lift more shit? You're an idiot. I hear you on the tired train. You know what sucks about going on? The only part about being single that super sucks. What? Going on group trips in your 30s. Yeah. Because you get shoved into one room with the rest of the single people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was fine. I'm happy to share a room with Aubrey and Jordy, but they were in a bunk bed that was made of loose metal. Yeah. So every time one of them remotely moved, it was like... (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, and everyone would just be like, shut up. And the other one was like, you shut up. (laughs) When you move, I move. You don't think it doesn't move on the top bunk when you're moving on the bottom bunk? <laughs> I'm going to move that backpack for Otto because he's trying so hard to sit I there. I know he is he's and he's got one leg dangling. Hold on. I got to take a picture of this first. I got to take a that's Make it the, work. Otto. Yeah, look back at it. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Fancy leg. Oh, I'll put that on the, I'll put that when we post the pod. Okay, so I text my best friend from childhood, Erin, about, because she was the high school um, catcher for varsity. Yeah. Ask if there was any crotch protection or female cups. She says, nope, you can get some now for softball with a piece of the chest padding that drops over the crotch. She goes, I don't know what the little penis of the chest pad's called. Some are like this. It's just a crotch guard, but she called it the little penis. (laughs) (laughs) So they do have that. Uh, okay, a little little fucking little chest tongue. Yeah, but your holes are wide open. Yeah, no, she took it right in the fucking baby hole. <laughs> oh, man. Well, then God bless the girl from Clemson because you, you... You've got broccoli labes. Fucking you, you took the hit of the week as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Clemson, where is that? That's in the northeast, isn't it? No, Clemson's in the south. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not 100% where it, sure the where south. it is. 
Alexa, where's Clemson? South Carolina. South. Hey, you were there. I was I was in North Carolina. They're close to each other. They are. Just They're, one's above the other. It is. Right? Yep. Yep. God, Those I Dakotas hope. are weird. Nope. Still on top of each other. Really? Directly. No way. Yeah. This even what about the Carolinas? Carolinas uh are on top of each other, but like North Dakota and South Dakota are basically mirror images of each other. Mm. What about the Carolinas? Carolinas uh no, South Carolina is much smaller than North Carolina. South South Carolina is uh shaped uh like a fucking almost like a comet. And mm. uh and then fucking North Carolina has a very flat um no, I'm thinking of West Virginia's shape like a comet. North Carolina. West Virginia. Has a Carolina. Very, has a flat edge on the bottom, and then you look it up. Uh, it's got a little penis. But yeah, uh, so North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma are all, I think, three degrees of longitude. I learned that on how states got their shapes. And then Colorado, Wyoming are like four. That's how they broke them up. It was really weird. Also, that totally makes sense to me. I really want to, and I don't know if it's longitude or latitude, which everyone goes up and down. And uh, it's longitude. And then ladder. Lat- like latitude. Yeah, latitude. So it's uh, five degrees of latitude. So uh, Still yeah. totally makes sense. No, no, you get it now. I'm caught up. No, it, it, it's, it's 100% concrete in your brain. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they injected, but that sounds right. Hey, uh, if you have questions or concerns, remember, you can always send them to one millionth pod. That's all words. It's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. And if you're lucky, uh, we'll read your questions or concerns online or on the pod. And uh, we will give you answers. And uh, we recommend that you don't follow most of our answers, especially when it comes to life advice. Because Oh, yeah. We are not skilled. Most of this is in jest. Oh, 100%. Uh, and as always, the pod and listener mail is brought to you by Back Attack Snacks. That's right. If you're hungry, you need some snacks, go to backattacksnacks.com. Get you some snacks, get you some beef jerky, some almond. You know the deal. Just go there. Tell them what happens. When you go to backattacksnacks.com and you go to enter in the promo code, uh, you go to check out, enter in the promo code one millionth pod. That's all words one million with a TH and a POD. And you'll get 25% off your whole order. That's right. You buy four things. Uh, that are equally priced, you will only pay for three of those. And don't forget, when you help out, when you buy stuff from Back Attack Snacks, you support the pod and a, an American family-owned company in Cleveland, Ohio. And you also support an American family in Ameri- here in California. That's right. Uh, also, to my buddy Todd, to the guy I owe a uh, Copperfield thing to and some Back Attack Snacks, I'm, I'm sorry. I have bo- I have all of them. <laughs> I've been moving. Swear to God. I, I didn't have to buy new ones on eBay. I swear to God they're on their way. Uh, they're not on their way, but I'm on it. And But just don't be getting your hopes up. They will get there. Uh, and I'm and again, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, one other thing, the Spotify thing. Uh, I'm still out to Podbean. Uh, again, I've been in the middle of a move. They have not responded. I will get into it uh, when I get to Colorado Springs. Uh, but... That being said, all of the episodes are up. Uh, you have to if you type in one millionth pod, they come up. Uh, you just have to. It's just hard. It's a, it's difficult. We just don't have the page right now. That's the only thing that's missing. But all the new episodes are on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, you just have to search for it. And, it, and I'm sorry for the weirdness. And I'm 
and I'm working on it. And you can find the episode titles on our Instagram and on our Twitter. That's right. And that's uh, on Instagram. That's one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a T-H and a P-O-D. At gmail.com. Nope. That's that's our Instagram. And, I, and then I was pointing at you to do the Twitter, which would have been a really cool little segue. Well, we can read three, two, at the number one of the words millionth pod. On Twitter. Boom. There it is. We had it the whole time. We did. Nothing happened in the Nothing. middle. There were no edits. Also, uh, let's take some time out just to thank you for listening to the pod. Yeah. Uh, we were almost two years in at this point. Wow. We kind of are. We're like I'm sure two we... months out from two years. Yeah. So. <coughs> I don't need any more weed. No, I didn't. I didn't. I shouldn't have lit that. Don't. Pull... There you go. That's fine. It felt like I needed a hit, and I got the hit, and then I was like, you didn't need that. You didn't need that at all. Boy, do I have stories. Uh, me too. Also, big thanks to Key and Burn for putting out another fire version of our uh, theme song. Hell yeah. Dude, he's he's really great at what he does. He's amazing at what he does. And also, what a nice, funky little jam to get us out of the pandy. And ushering us into the real world kind of reopening again. That's right. It's I'm, I'm doing my first show at the Improv on Thursday. No shit. Yeah. I mean, I have to show proof of vaccination and so does everyone that's attending. But uh, one step at a time, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I'm going to lose my big toenail on Thursday. Oh, what happened? So anyway, about those mushies. Mm-hmm. I was going back inside and I, I uh, there was some brick. Normal brick, fancy mm-hmm. design, uh, no real grout, and I tripped, and then I also did this. I uh, broke a nail. But, like, lit- ripped it off. These are my nails. Uh, those are your nails. These are my real nails. Oh, <laughs> That had to suck on mushrooms. Um, Honestly, I was just kind of like, Band-Aids, forget about it. Oh, nice. It's good to be in that... that- Good world. Callie's fiance was super great and was a doctor nurse. Oh, cool. Reattached it with a uh, needle and some floss. Reattached what? My nail. No, he didn't. It looks like shoelaces. You're being a weirdo. (laughs) You're being a weirdo. You want to see it? No, no. What are are you, grandma? (laughs) Our grandma, when she was alive, obviously, uh, (laughs) decided to... Didn't she try to show us a, a, a toe with no nail? She had a... T- no, she has. She was missing a toenail. Yeah. So she decided, because she painted her toenails, that if she just painted some strokes on that missing toenail, it would look like there was a nail there. Yeah. <laughs> Can I remember I was sitting next to her on Uncle Jeff's Dexter's? And I was like, Grandma, did you just paint your skin? She was like, I didn't think anyone would notice. To be fair, who looks at people's feet? Who does? I mean, and really, who looks at... To be fair, it did take us about two hours to recognize that that was Hanukkah paper she had wrapped that shit in. Like, we didn't notice <laughs> it right Christmas. off the bat. I like the stars. I like the st- <laughs> Oh, man. It was a funny time. So, you and I grew up out in the sticks. Well, me so more than you. I was 50%. You were, yeah, you were 50, 50 but you're cognitive years were spent in midtown to be fair maybe that was the problem maybe that was a lot of it uh well like 
like we didn't have a farm, but a lot of our friends, at least a lot of my friends did, or at least they had a lot of land. And, you know, when you go to, sometimes when you mow that much land, you, there's obstacles in the way and, uh, bodies, rocks, bodies, um, homes, uh, uh, swing sets. Yeah. A school here and there. Well, you know, you move them, uh, so that you can mow with ease and a gentleman in Belgium, Belgium, he's Belgian, but he's from Belgium. Uh, he was, there was a large stone in his path of his tractor. So he did what? You're getting emotional. No, I just had to burp. Uh, he did what any, you know, good farmer would do. And he moved this boulder. Uh, the problem was uh, that boulder was a demarcation stone for the border between France and Belgium. How was he supposed to know that? He didn't. But when he moved it, he made Belgium bigger and France smaller. Thank God. <laughs> and you know, they, you know how prickly the French are. You know, they felt it immediately. Oh, yeah. They're what like, was that? What, it, something is wrong. Something, something is wrong. Did you feel that? I felt my I eagles t- shrivel up inside of myself like a I tiny feel tight. snail. I feel very tight. Everything's tight. Uh, we need to go to Belgium. Face- See, it went right. See, I tried. No, was- do it. Keep going. I was in it too long. I was doing real well, and then I started thinking about the words instead of the accent, and then I went right into Indian, and it got real bad. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so France and Belgium officially established a border in 1820 with the Treaty of... Uh, the word I can't spell. Was it say. stones? Quartric. Quartric. Did K-O- you take French? Uh, this is not French. This seems Norwegian of some sort. It's K-O-R-T-R-I-J-K. The I-J-K makes it seem Norse of some sort. But anyway, yeah. Um, so this guy went to move a stone and he fucking changed the border of a country. And I just, man. You got to feel like a dick. That's like when you build your garage like one foot over on your neighbor's property line. Oh, yeah. And now your neighbor owns your garage or some shit. <laughs> like just by happenstance. Well, now this is all rock. <laughs> but also what neighbor goes and looks at old property lines? Oh, and you're trying to find the bodies. That's that's true. <laughs> yep. Um, Hold on. I guess I can wait. On this one, because it's really good. Uh, we'll wait. We'll wait on it. We can wait on it. Are you sure? Do you just want to do two stories? Do you just want to do that story? No, we haven't I'll, been that gross today. I'll just save it. I'll just save it. No, let's talk about the cum Nazi. <laughs> That's not what he is. No. It, if it, it's not, it sounds like he's just spreading his seed like Hitler's word. Well, to be fair, the Nazis were more of a taker than a giver. Uh, <laughs> ask. It just took a little they, to uh, get a lot. Fucking, you you give them a, you give them a fucking Austria, they start taking France. Uh, Belgium. So, oh. Sorry, I thought you were relating back to the other story. Nope, just I, relating back to... See, what happened was, took over Austria and I everyone played like, Risk. I know how it goes. You don't. You so don't. I knew he took over Austria first. But yeah, and the point is, they everyone was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, no one did anything when he took over Austria. 
Yeah. And then and then people were like, "You're you're gonna regret that." And then and then he just kept moving. That's how you win at risk. <laughs> you take the countries no one gives a shit about. I know his game plan. <laughs> I, I no don't one like cares it. about Austria or France. Also, he just took over Austria because that's where he was from. He's like, "Fucking, I'm first. First things first. I'm the realist. Second, we're getting my home." Also, if I was gonna kick a door down, I'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm fucking. I'll take fairway first. I can do four by four blocks." Also, remember <laughs> Carrie? Remember when you wouldn't fuck me in high school? Well, look at me now. Do you say Gary? Carrie. Oh, Carrie. I thought. Oh, that was real. I was no. I was being uh, being Adolf. Like when he comes back home. And he fucking takes over Austria. And he's like, hey, remember Carrie? Remember when you wouldn't fuck me? I didn't know a girl named Carrie in high school. Uh, let's No, let's save this for later. Also, because that was... Now a, I have to leave out all the cum Nazi stuff. That was No, now we can just... You know what? We'll talk about the cum Nazi next week. No, people don't... We have to talk right. about the cum Nazi. Fuck, just first off, he's, he's very opposite of Nazi. He's fucking very giving. Uh, there's a he's guy... He's not Nazi a lot of his kids. A New York college professor has fathered... More than 80 children and has more on the way. Uh, he is. This dude is only two years older than me. And uh, what? Yeah, he's 44 years old. Jesus uh, Christ. That guy's like cranking out rope like Rumpelstiltskin cranks out gold. Dude. Callback. But uh, <laughs> but also like, you know, a lot of women have to like select like, you're getting, like, the bud light of sperm. Like, you can get this sperm everywhere. So why has he impregnated so many women? Is he, like... He just donates... Okay, I he goes, uh, a few of them, a few of them have been done the old-fashioned way. Uh, let me see here. It said... And by the way, he's not done. 13 more women are expecting a child that he's from his sperm. Just FYI. God, can you... That's so stressful. <laughs> Uh, Is the, he responsible for any of these kids? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's kind of part of the deal. Um, no. So, chick, 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 chick. Uh, okay, and now update. By March 10th, uh, he told Australia's morning show that his family count had grown to 80 children with 12 on the way. And he said when asked if he ever vets who gets a sperm donation, he said no. He's like, if they want it, they can just have it. He said, he says, I try to give it to whoever asks. Uh, wow. So then. He didn't like go to Harvard or. Well, he's got to be. He's got he's a college professor, so he's very smart. Yeah, uh, he's got to be like a good candidate. Yeah, you know? obviously. Good stock. Got to be a good looking dude. But he's also Bud Light. He's Bud Platinum, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, there aren't a lot of calories. Uh and it's higher alcohol because that but guy's like, firing missiles. That means like <laughs> at some point with that, there's like an entire, like how many, like if you're one of this dude's kids, you have 79 stepbrothers and sisters. Yeah. Fucking like save money on the 23 and me and just get a sign in sheet. Just, <laughs> or hold a conference or a convention. Yeah. But it'd have to be online. Yeah, you for can't sure. block out that many hotel rooms. When they get, what if they get married? You can. I mean, you just make it on your own. Like, hey, we're having a meet stepdad fucking party. You want to meet dad? No. He's signing books. <laughs> there. Uh, that no. That sounds terrible. But also, like. Also, what if he's super annoying, 
And that's his most dominant trait. Or like his, he's got Which an awful... Which is probably right because he's Australian. He's got an awful laugh. Okay, now the funny thing is, and take this with some brevity, the man who is thought to have fathered the most children of all time is a Moroccan sultan who, with a total of more than a thousand, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. However, this happened between the years of 1645 and 1727. <laughs> so the number has not been officially confirmed. No, sh- there's no way. But what about Genghis Khan? Like, isn't everyone... Aren't a ton of fucking people traced back to Genghis Khan? Yeah, well, if you're out conquering and raping for fucking cent for Well, wouldn't decades, you think that maybe he's got a higher number than this Moroccan guy? I bet, 100%. I'm going to say Genghis Khan. Yeah, let's go Genghis Khan for the true, sper- the OG Sperminator. Oh, By the yeah. way, they call this guy the Sperminator. That's where we got it. The Jizz Master. <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, t- tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at the, uh, uh, nope. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And like I said before, you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one and the words millionth pod. And of course you can find the pod again on Instagram at the all words. It's one million with a TH and a POD at gmail.com. And, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Chris Porter. And you can find all my tour dates at chrisportercomedy.com. This week I'm off. No, no, this week I'm in Colorado Springs. (laughs) Sorry. Psych to you. Psych to you. No, I'll be in Colorado Springs at three E's. And then I have next week off because I'm going on a boys trip. Where are you going? Uh, I am going to several places. I'm going to Phoenix, Kansas City, Green Bay, Madison, Cincinnati, and back here. That sounds stressful. Uh, It would be, except I'm flying private for most of it. I hope someone steals your barbecue outside. All right, fuck off. Uh, and then at the end of the month, I'll be at the Albany Funny Bone. That date's just been added, so come on out. And you can find all my dates at chrisportercomedy.com. And as always, my name is Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. Get your fucking food.